Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Good morning, everybody. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, we're back with you here in 2022. <laughs> One thing hasn't changed, or maybe two things haven't changed. Joe Judge and Matt Nagy are still coaching the Giants and the Bears. Jeez. That one thing or two things? <laughs> well, they're both the same, but they are two things. So, um, according to The Athletic, sources from both the NFL side and at Michigan, Key, Jay, report that Jim Harbaugh may be tempted to leave the Wolverines to return to the NFL. So... Key, you like that? Like, has has Harbaugh, does he have to strike while the iron's hot because they just beat Ohio State? In other words, is this the best he can do at Michigan and he's got to take the bull by the horns right now? No, he could have returned to the NFL last year, the year before. I mean, look, he's an NFL coach trying to do the college thing. Um, This is a good situation for him in Michigan. They got an opportunity to beat Ohio State, but you clearly saw the difference between Michigan football and the SEC in Georgia. You're going to run up against that a lot. Then you got the Alabamas. I mean, you just it, – it's a lot to win a national title. And I think for him, it's an easier path in the National Football League. He's an NFL coach. He proved that with the San Francisco 49ers. His style lends itself to certain organizations in the NFL. So, so is the NFL, Jay, the best place for Jim Harbaugh to succeed? Well, I, I think um, a lot of times in business, striking while the iron is hot is something that people think about, right? There's a lot of leverage here for Coach Harbaugh. And when you think about it, he's been at Michigan, what, since 2015, 16? Yeah, how many years has it been now? Been there for a Harbaugh. while. Um, yeah. Beating Ohio State this year, getting to the college football playoff, I, I think there's massive leverage for him. Now, I, I think there's been too much change for the Raiders organization. Because at first I'm like, all right, Coach Harborough, Raiders. But obviously everything they've been through, if Rich Bisacci is able to win their game, they're able to get to the playoffs, I think you keep that intact, right? I think players in that locker room will respond to him as a head coach. But I do see the Chicago – Him meaning Bisaccia. Yes. Mm-hmm. I do see the Chicago Bears being an interesting location or opportunity considering what – Coach was able to do with the 49ers what he was able to do, seeing a guy like their quarterback, you know, in that division with Ohio State for as long as he did for two years. I, I, I think there's a lot of familiarity, and I think he is an NBA. He is not NBA like my brain. He's already trans, transitioned to the NBA. Key. He is an NFL coach, and I think right now he's at his all-time high at Michigan. Why not? Buy another four or five years with the NFL team. What, what about the Raiders fit, Key? Well, look, Rich Bisacci is the coach of the Raiders, okay? If you're looking at anything other than Rich, Rich Bisacci being the coach of the Raiders moving forward, if they make it to the playoffs, then you're looking in the wrong direction. Uh, the players like him. Uh, the team is rallying around him. They have obviously hit a little bit of a bump there with some turbulence going on around the team for several weeks and months but they seem like they've gotten things sort of turned around. Winner take all this Sunday night against the Chargers. They do that. You leave that guy intact. Hardball style will not fit the Raiders anyway. The Raiders historically, and I'm talking about throwing the football, pushing the ball down the field, 
not this two and three tied in sets, one back, power football with a fullback. That's not what the Raiders are built. That's not what so, they are. So what about Chicago was more of right, that yeah. fit for him. Mm-hmm. He played there. It's a great situation. Then there'll be other teams that come up along the lines. Is there going to be an opening in Carolina? Or, you know, is there an opening in other places that you look and you go, huh, this may work. You never know. Well, so, so in other words, it, okay, even if they don't make the playoffs then, whether or not they would stay with Basaccia, you wouldn't want Harbaugh for the Raiders. Harbaugh does seem to be, I, I, by the way, in another way, I like the brand, Harbaugh's brand with the Raiders, but I understand what Key means about in terms of the way you're actually going to play football, right? And, but that could be a fit in Chicago. It, are you for the Raiders keeping Basaccia even if they fail to make the playoffs, Key? I, I am, given the circumstances in which he took over, but I also know that there could potentially be viable candidates that's out there that have a different type of resume than Rich Basaccia. Obviously, when you become a head coach in this situation and you get to the end of the year, there's going to be changes on your staff. I'd like to see, you know, if he improves the staff for whatever reasons that fit what he wants to do, all of a sudden the Raiders are going to be a different team in 2022. So there's a lot to be looked at as things start to unwind now that the season is coming to an end. Also, Mike Mayock, I mean, you talk about people. Yeah, he's gone. No, I, I don't need what, to keep what, him around. What, that's exactly my point, though, Keith. So whoever that new person is as it relates to who is going to run things might have a different style or a different kind of mindset they might want in place to lead their organization. Not to mention what's going to happen with Derek Carr. Exactly. For whatever reason, though he has been almost universally lauded for his work this season, uh, if not in past seasons, for the Raiders – he still his name pops up when people talk about available quarterbacks, right? And it's odd Silly. to me that that would happen if and and by the way, I am not as high on Carr as say Key is, right? But well, or, I would expect other, for you to be. You don't know as much football as well, me. Well, that's that is a fact. <laughs> it doesn't mean I'm always going to be wrong about when we when we our opinions differ. But that is a fact. Key knows more football and likes Derek Carr more. But I don't know. Some people have Carr. I, I think Carr's a good quarterback. I think he's above average. <clears throat> but I wouldn't yeah. consider him like right on the cusp of being elite. But Key and others do feel that way. So why is his name constantly bandied about when we talk about potentially available quarterbacks, Key? Uh, you know, Max, I know I'm joking and having fun. My head hurts when I have to have this conversation because I don't know why. Mm. Like, what is it? it? You know, I look at it sometimes, man, it just in general, even in my own career, I laugh when I hear stuff and see stuff because it's like, what the hell were you watching mm-hmm. to even come to that conclusion? And I say the same thing about Carr. Like, what are you watching? The guy's completing – I'm going to round it up to 70% because it's 69 and some change. 70% of his passes, second in the National Football League. Mm-hmm. Why? But, but people will find a way to say, well, all he's doing is throwing a bunch of screens. They will do anything to try and – send this notion that Carr is a bad football player. Well, he's like, top I, 10 I just, QBR this year. You know, he's, so, it's so silly. And, and he's kept them in the playoff hunt in spite, you know, with his on and off the field uh, leadership he's in spite of a tremendous upheaval on that team. What's that? 
He's been consistent mm-hmm. his entire career. So, anyway, it's just it's odd to me that he's. It's that his so name odd. Is it's the it. weirdest thing ever. And then, Key, who, like, if you got who would you get to replace him? <laughs> like, who's better? Who who better are you going to get to replace? Right, that's Derek another Carr? thing, man. In, in in the NFL, Jay, and I don't know if it worked like that in the NBA. I know it works like that in in the world that we're in, this broadcasting space. When people tag you as something. That's what they roll with forever. Mm-hmm. If they say you can't jump, you can't jump. Yep. They say you can't run, you can't run. If they say you drop too many balls, you can't catch, you can't catch. If they, you can't tackle, you can't <laughs> tackle. That's just they. It, and you come into the league with this tag, and the tag is always what you can't do. What you can't do. People have but a hard what time are the adjusting. That yeah. you can do. That's the key. What is it that you can do? No doubt that is a huge thing in sports across the board. This third baseman can do everything, but he can't charge the bunt. Dude, he hit 40 home runs, and he, you know, like, <laughs> exactly. he got great that's range. What do you worry like, about? <laughs> so it's, it's hilarious. I remember, I remember the late John Madden saying something about me one time. He says, oh, you can hear everybody say everything that Keyshawn can't do, but this is one thing that he certainly can do. It's, just, it's like – you, it's a tag. That's what it is, Max. It's in all of our businesses. And I, and I, it seems like what Jim Harbaugh can do would be coach the Chicago Bears. I think the consensus is that would be the right fit. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests on the Goodyear Hotline. Who will go from worst to first in the NFL? It seems like every year someone does. That's next. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio nice. and the ESPN app. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Time for Key's Real Rankings. Key's going to rank the last place teams in order of least likely to most likely to go from worst to first. Got all that? Good. Go ahead, Key. Number eight. (laughs) Number eight is Jacksonville Jaguars. You think about... All the things that they went through with Trevor Lawrence this year, Urban Meyer out, new coach in. We don't know who that's going to be. Will there be a new general manager in place? You certainly could think that, hey, I'm in a division with the Houston Texans, Tennessee Titans, along with the Indianapolis Colts, but we got an opportunity and a chance with a new head coach and a phenomenal young quarterback that everyone seems to think is the next Hall of Fame quarterback in the National Football League. Number seven. Uh, I hate to do this to Evan. The New York Jets. Finished seventh, uh, this ranked seventh, finishing dead last within the division. But 
The problem is the New England Patriots are sitting there, the Buffalo Bills, the Miami Dolphins, Robert Silent Company, they have to get things together. They had the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the ropes. You're talking about like literally getting ready to beat the world champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers with a bizarre ending with A.B. walking off the field, and then they lose the damn game. They have an opportunity, though, if they get it together. Number six. The Detroit Lions is number six. My ex-teammate Dan Campbell, former coach, and Anthony Lynn, ex-teammate and Aaron Glenn in Detroit. The problem with Detroit, they just don't have enough talent. And when you think about it, though, if Aaron Rodgers is leaving the division, we know Matt Nagy's probably gone in Chicago. We don't know what's going to happen in Minnesota. This is an opportunity for this football team to get things turned around in the offseason, make some noise in free agency as well as in the draft, put a team together that could potentially move from the last spot to the first spot. Number five. This is a head scratcher because who's going to be there? Is it Russell Wilson? Is it Pete Carroll? Is it both gone? Is it both coming back? This football team knows how to win. They just got to get things turned around. I think when you look at the division, the San Francisco 49ers, the LA Rams, and the Arizona Cardinals, they're not going nowhere, but Seattle needs to reboot. Maybe there's no longer Bobby Wagner siding in Seattle, but if that is the case, Seattle has an opportunity to retool things. I don't know if they can go from last to first, but they certainly can make some noise. Number four. The G-Man. The New York Giants and Joe Judge, Daniel, uh, uh, Danny Dimes, Saquon Barkley and company. Who's going to be the head coach? Who's going to be the general manager? Who's going to be the quarterback? A lot of questions that need to be answered in New York. They have an opportunity in a division that I think is winnable every single year. Different teams going to win the division. The Dallas Cowboys obviously got off to a fast start, and they've been pretty successful down the stretch. But the Philadelphia Eagles found themselves in the playoffs. Last year, Washington found themselves in the playoffs. Is it the Giants' turn next year? We'll see. Number three. The Cleveland Browns, America's team, as they would like to say at the start of the season, Baker Mayfield, Landry, Chubb, Hunt, OBJ, I mean, Garrett. I mean, you just think about this team. Baker Mayfield had them going in the right direction. Now they're going in the wrong direction finishing dead last within this division. Can they bounce back next year with Pittsburgh getting a new quarterback? With Lamar Jackson coming off injury? But you got that Cincinnati Bengal team that seems to be thriving right now with a young nucleus and cast in Cincinnati. But can the Browns catch back up to where they were a year ago? We'll see. Number two. This is another head scratcher, the Carolina Panthers. Quarterback situation isn't settled at all. Sam Donald will take the start this week for the Panthers. Cam Newton will take a step back. Matt Rule, is he the coach long-term for the Carolina Panthers? They certainly aren't shy about spending money. Can they keep Christian McCaffrey healthy, or will they deal Christian McCaffrey? Are the New Orleans Saints all of a sudden going to find a quarterback? Are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers ride over with in Tampa, given the fact that there's a number of injuries, even though they won the division this year? Can the Carolina Panthers get back to their winning ways of many years ago Next season. Number one. The Denver Broncos sitting at number one, and they're number one because of one guy and one guy only, Aaron Dam Rodgers. If Aaron Rodgers would somehow leave the Green Bay Packers and wind up at the Denver Broncos, the Denver Broncos will go possibly from last place in the AFC West to first place 
in beating out the Kansas City Chiefs, the Los Angeles Chargers, as well as the Las Vegas Raiders with Aaron Rodgers. He makes a huge difference no matter what team he lands at. He is 38 years old, Key, Aaron Rodgers. And he's about to win his, you know, a back-to-back MVP. He's been to back-to-back NFC Championship games. He's about to go back-to-back MVP, and he's 38. So he was on the Pat McAfee show yesterday, of course, and he talked about why he's been able to play at a high level late in his career. It really comes down to, and and, uh, pardon my French, but uh, giving less I think that it's a it's a maturity comes from aging, from making mistakes, from failing, from being too sensitive at times, from taking things too personal at times. And it's about growth. There's a lot of joy in being unapologetically yourself. And I think in life we respect people the most often who are that way. Well, okay, <laughs> like you know, he's talking about being himself. Whatever it is that is allowing him to play at that very high level, it is an extraordinarily high level, as Kiyu mentioned, you know, earlier. And 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 listen, a lot of the reason that the Broncos are are looked at as he just had him going worst to first, the most likely to go worst to first, is because you look around, you go Miami maybe is a is a high percentage where he could go if if he does leave Green Bay. Key, I know you don't think that he's even leaving Green Bay necessarily. I think San Francisco is a sleeper. I always I thought agree. that. But Denver may be the most kind of likely with the fewest problems place where Rodgers could just slide to. And then immediately, they're a powerhouse. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max is brought to you by Try the $45 Silver Unlimited plan from Straight Talk Wireless. With nationwide 5G on America's best network, Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. 5G capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. So, the Dr. Pepper call-in line, 888-729-3776. Who is most likely to go from worst to first in 2022? 888-SAY-ESPN. Dan in Alabama. What up, Dan? What's going on? How y'all doing this morning, fellas? I want to say that Baker Mayfield basically uh, selfishly hurt the Browns. If he would have set out, they would have made it to the playoffs. My question, the key is, who made the decision to let him play? Was it the coach? Was it the GM? Or was it the owner? And I don't think that it was the coach. You know, I I don't know who uh, ultimately made the final decision on – who should go and start at quarterback Um, throughout the course of the week. You evaluate your team, you evaluate the players and in the evaluation process, I'm sure the coaches probably saw something that said, you know what? He gives us the best chance to, to win. And they probably felt that way. That's why they made that decision. I I wouldn't call him selfish, Dan. I, I think that he was trying to fight through it to give his team the best chance. And obviously he can't make that decision. It has to come from the top down. I mean, that's that's an Andrew Barry, that's a Kevin Stefanski type of decision from the top. It's also a very tough spot that Baker's in. Yeah. On the, you're, you're walking into a situation where you're looking for a new contract. You also have a playoff-ready team. You want to take the next step in your career. You're banged up. You want to be the soft 
quarterback who can't lead the – no, he's not going to do that either, right? So he's just healthy enough to get on the field, not really healthy enough to play nearly at his best in a contract situation where he may have been hurting himself and the team. He was in a tough spot. Uh, the, The definition of a dilemma is not a tough choice. It's a choice between two bad options. They didn't really have any great options there. So who uh, is, you look great. You look great at practice, though. Yeah, yeah, we kept hearing. <laughs> so who is most likely to go from worst to first in 2022 on the Dr. Pepper call-in line? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Hugh in North Carolina. Hello, gents. How y'all this morning? <clears throat> you? Doing good, Hugh. So I'd like to see what y'all think about this. David Tepper to go back the truck up to Mike Tom and bring him to Carolina. So use that relationship. Bring him to Carolina. What's Tomlin got left to stay in Pittsburgh for? Somebody backs the truck up. I think he does that. Never had a losing season, and he turns it around in Carolina. Love to hear you guys' thoughts. Thanks. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Mike Tomlin is the type of coach though that is looking to leave. That's the problem. When you when you uh, have a coach that's looking to leave, you got to remember Coach Mike T was given an opportunity by the Rooney family in Pittsburgh to become the head coach after they had essentially decided on somebody else. They have stuck with this man for however many, 20, whatever he's been there, 17 years or whatever the number is. It's been a long damn time. Um, Yeah, I just don't see, that's not Mike Tomlin's, that's just not his MO to, to, to walk out based on some money. I would agree. I would say if David Tepper does want to throw the bag at him, then Mike Thomas would just take that offer and say to the Steelers organization, hey, look, this is what the market dictates. Pay me, and let's just stay here. But the difference is one family is, as Key would talk about the kind of class distinction among the billionaires, right? Some are family-owned, original franchise. This is how we – yeah, legacy rather. This is how we make a living. In the and others are. I'm a new money billionaire with multi billions who went and purchased an NFL team. Fair. And so, so I wonder. I I agree. Look, it's and he probably mm-hmm. and he probably Max mm-hmm. that you're talking. And I'm thinking about it. He probably wouldn't uh, go poach. Remember, because he was a minority owner in Pittsburgh. Tepper was so he would I don't think he would would you, would you think he would go no, and do that I don't think he would but it is an interesting thought in other words the the Roethlisberger time is over he's been there never had a losing season in Pittsburgh not that he's looking to go not anything but it's like an out-of-the-box thought what if one of these teams that needs something okay you, I can't find the quarterback exactly not yet but I can go make our franchise competitive every single week by, when he says back up the truck, like double the dude's salary, see what they do, you know? Yeah, but then, but yeah. then you, but then the pre, the people that put you in play mm-hmm. to be a part of the NFL, you basically stepping on their face. Yeah, that's why it's not going to happen. That's why, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. and coaches don't think about it too. Coaches never leave when everything is good. They always leave because there's some friction going on. Whether it's Bill Parcells leaving New England. Whether it's whether it's uh, uh, um, John Harbaugh leaving the 49ers, it's always something. Or Jim, Jim so, John, Jim, Jay, who's Jay the older Harbaugh. one again? This is Keyshawn <laughs> J. Willimax coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. Going to find out what our NFL reporter 
thinks about even the possibility of Mike Tomlin leaving Pittsburgh. Kimberly Martin's here with us in studio. Yo. What so up, I'm Kimberly? trying to say the word studio. Hey. hey, Kimberly, how are you? Okay, I see you in the pink today with the yeah. pink J's. Oh, you. Oh, these, what? These old things. Oh, these? Yes, yes guys. You never have to worry about Kimberly not knowing she's no. on TV. She shows up ready listen, to go. Listen, whether it's Jays or Heels, uh, you know, I got to step it up because, you know, you guys always look so adorable. So Kimberly is a performer. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Time for hot news or not news. That's Kimberly me. A. Martin giving the straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. So we just had a call, Kimberly, mm-hmm. with the outrageous suggestion. Ooh. But I like it because it's thinking out of the box. That the Panthers back up the truck for Mike Tomlin. Give him the bag. Give him the bag. What do you think of the idea of him possibly leaving the Steelers? Let's say someone said, we're going to double your salary. You guys can see Kim's face right now. It's priceless. I mean, yeah, it's very memeable. Mm, no. Uh, do I, now, do I understand it from the Panthers fan and the Panthers organization standpoint? Yeah, give that man whatever he wants. Because as we know, 15 seasons – Never a losing season. And the we give so much credit to some of these other coaches. But Mike Tomlin, I mean, he's like he's like the head of the mafia in Pittsburgh. And I mean that as a compliment because honestly, it's it's his town, it's his city. He is Pittsburgh. And I don't think the Steelers, um, despite what fans might want, uh, would ever get rid of him. Key? Yeah, no, it's a, no, not a chance. They look again, you gotta think about it. Coaches only leave when there's some issue with their organizations. They don't leave when everything is great. They just, unless they're going to retire and he's not retiring anytime soon. Plus Tepper was a minority owner in Pittsburgh. So that would be like basically throwing eggs back at the Rooney family. And I don't know that he would do that. Jay. I don't see him going anywhere. Like, I don't even think that's the question. I mean, I love y'all. Someone said, I'll double your salary. Peace. <laughs> I'm out. Wow. See you later. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, let's talk real, real, real talk. That's fine. But what organization am I going to? How is it ran on a day to day basis? That's How true much too. insight do I have? What, what is the structure? That's I mean, true. There's too. so many he other run, aspects like, of Mike that. Mike Tomlin runs that building. Yeah. Like that's all his. All right. Let's let's play hot news or not. News. Let's get to it. Yeah. Jalen Hurts going to the playoffs in his first year as a starter. Kimberly, hot news or not news? That is so hot because what what's the conversation we always have? Is Jalen Hurts going to be their quarterback next year? And even right now, I don't know because it's the Eagles. Howie Roseman, I don't know what they're going to do. Jeff Lurie. But for the way this team started, getting rid of Carson, saying, let's, hey, let's go with Jalen. Let's see what he's got. And Jalen has showed he's got some stuff. Mm-hmm. It's hot news, basically. Same thing Kim is saying. I back her up 100%. You know, as I said, Jay and Max, there's always <laughs> people – talking about Jalen Hurts' ability to be the starting quarterback in Philadelphia. The only thing he's done is take his team to the playoffs as a full-time starter in his first year. Mm-hmm. What more do you freaking want? Dylon, Dylon, Dylon. It's hot like fire. <laughs> it's hot like fire. I mean, come on, this team was 4-11 and last year, guys. 4-11 and last year, and now they're in the playoffs, and they have a mobile quarterback that you can mm-hmm. utilize in the RPO game, and he's the leader. Like, even if you're not sure whether he's going to be – the future quarterback, just the way he handles situations makes you believe in him right now, and that's what you have to ask for. It's hot news. I always, but here, here's what's really hot news for me because I always thought Jalen Hurts. You saw him flash against Kyler Murray, Murray last year. There were moments last year you're like, "Ooh, that's a rookie second round pick." But Sirianni to me is hot. I thought that team was a hot mess early. I was like, "Oh, I don't know about this guy." 
And they not just the quarterback, but the coach, they got it together, and here they are for the second straight day. Antonio Brown was not on the league's waiver wire. Is that hot news or not news, Kimberly? I'm going to say not news. It looks weird to us, but internally it's a procedural thing. They're not in mm. any rush. Once Bruce Arians said this guy's not on our team, they're just trying to figure out the best way to do it. Transaction. Yeah, it's not, not news at all, Kimberly. You're 100% right. It's wow. Is, is this the first time ever the key is just agreeing with me? Let us just pause and reflect on this moment. Okay, go ahead. Well, that wouldn't be true either. That's false. <laughs> <laughs> See, he can't even agree. Uh, to, he, he must disagree about you agreeing. So, yes. Wait, so key, it's hot, so it is hot news. Yeah. Oh, no, no, sorry. No, it no, is no, not no, news. Not, excuse me. Excuse me. It is Max, not news. Slow down, man. It's not news. <laughs> a question for you guys. So if it's a procedural thing, and I, I understand that, like, why would Bruce Arians right after the game say that was done? Like, why not just wait so, a couple of days okay, so until you, you have all the procedural issues figured out? Well, so here's the thing. Different transactions carry different, um, different results, right? But think about it. You, you agree to get a divorce, right? It might take a year for that divorce to be finalized. Like, the, you, emotionally, you're done. You're and out. I think Bruce Arians saying uh, he's no longer a buck, that's the end of it. Now it's just the business transaction well, Here's a question. Yes. This is why I don't know if it's not news or not, but, but you'll, you'll explain it to me right now. Does this indicate, possibly, that they don't want him on the market for even potentially, even if it's unlikely, some other team picking him up? Would you want that? No. Is that the, how the, you would ha- is that how you would handle it? You the Bucks? If I were you, the Bucks? Like if you were the Bucks, yeah. Yeah, yeah probably. See, I, I would be yeah. a gangster with it. I would Me say, but I, but you're see, not going anywhere. You're going to stay right here. And you're, you <laughs> oh, you want to prance around and <laughs> wave your hands up? Oh, sit right. right there. Yeah, but I don't think that's hot news. Even if that's what's happening, I don't think that's hot news. Like, I expect that. That's business. Yeah, it's hot news would be like, oh, Bruce Aaron says in a press conference, actually, we talked with AB, we're actually going to bring him back. Like, that to me is hot news. Or, or, or we're going to let him go and he can sign with someone else. What the hell makes you take your shirt off and just run off the field? <laughs> ask, the, he, what the hell is going on? Yeah, Keish, you would ask Keyshawn that question. Like, what goes well, in? I didn't mean I was just saying it because my <laughs> why, boy. Why, just, would you, why would you ask me I that question? I was because not first, first, first implying of all, anything. First of all, I ain't never taking my damn shirt off running <laughs> know, around oh, like dude. no damn fool <laughs> on no football field. So let's stop that. We're on social let, media. Let's, let's stop that to begin that, with because I'm sick and tired of people since this has happened try to put my name along oh, with other receivers in the National God, Football so League aligned with A.B. Because that ain't even close. It ain't. You got. I know California is legalizing marijuana. It's legalized. But y'all must be on some other stuff if y'all think that that is even remotely close to any other receivers that they align me with. Sorry. Baker, Are you done? Are you done Baker now? Mayfield. No, but I'm not gonna let. I'm just not gonna let y'all do that. I didn't though. do it. I was don't just even saying, try I was it. talking to you like because when my I boy, played in the National and Football don't try League, to talk over me. When Kimberly I played was in the, the one National that Football gave you the League, Kimberly and took it. When you were you were in junior high at the time, Kimberly. Yes. When yes. I played in the National Football League, yes. Just like a lot of these other reporters that run around acting like they know the way I was as a player. Back when Jesus was held See, <laughs> now I'll let you know how BC, things transpired with me failed. in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers later on. I'll let y'all know as y'all Keyshawn stick around is, and listen. Keyshawn is not, is not on TV right now because he has his shirt off. Or else we put him on TV right now. Baker Mayfield is out for week 18. Bing bong. He will have shoulder surgery ASAP. Is that hot news or not news, Kimberly? Uh, I 
don't think it. I don't think it's hot news. I I don't think so, because this is what was trending. I think what was hotter news was how bad he played against the Steelers. Um, but no, we we knew that Baker was going to have uh, surgery at some point. They have nothing to play for at this point, so shut it down. I was told he's going to get imaging today, and he could have surgery soon, maybe even this week. So, yeah, I, I think it's hot news for his career with the Cleveland Fair. Browns. That's mm-hmm. the only reason why, because when you have surgery and you miss time and you tried to gut it out and you played the way that you played down the stretch, that's going to creep into the minds of Andrew Barry and Kevin Stefanski, the ownership group in Cleveland, along with the fan bases. What will he be when he comes back and ready? Now there's obviously, as you know, Kimberly, th- there are uh, uh, pressure points that decisions need to be made. And those pressure points are coming this offseason. Who are you going to get? All those sort of things. I'll say it's hot news just considering when you're trying to buy for a big-time contract, when you had OBJ leave the team, when you had the team decimated by injuries, everything that's happened this year, any news around Baker Mayfield other than a commercial is big news. Those are good commercials. Yes, they are. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's messed up, Kimberly. That's messed up. I just can't. I just wanted to come show off the J's and bounce. I don't know why Key is bringing all this. Mission accomplished, Kimberly. (laughs) Mission accomplished. I got a lotion in the hands. The last college bowl outside the national championship game last night, but the conversation continues. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Kirk Herbstreet and Desmond Howard made some headlines by what they said about players needing to play in bowl games for the love of the game. Um, Dez was on this show on Monday to clarify his comments. Yesterday, uh, Kirk Herbstreet clarified his on the College Football Podcast. So listen to Kirk Herbstreet, ESPN College Football Analyst, of course. There are two lenses or lanes that college football players currently are in. 
There is a lane that you leave high school football. Your only goal is three years and I'm going to the NFL. And and, then that's, again, that's your prerogative, by the way, if that's the lane you choose to be in, whether you're at Ohio state, Texas, Florida state, USC, you don't really care. You're there for a pit stop. It's a transaction bounce three years. I'm gone. Okay. Some, by the way, some coaches sometimes get on that, that same path. You know, we saw the coaching carousel, whether it's head coaches bouncing around, assistant coaches bouncing around. So it's just kind of the world. And and for certain people, they're, they're, they're just ready to move. Right. And for a player, that does that, I don't think that they're really interested in getting to know the university or spending time there beyond just three years and out. And again, I don't recommend that, that view, but if that's how you're looking at college football, then that's, that's your prerogative. There are other kids who look at it, have the same goals going to the NFL, but while they're there, they, they kind of plant some roots. They make some relationships. They're humble about their experience they're meeting people. They realize, hey, man, I don't want to put all my eggs into one basket in the NFL. Um, well, I think when you – when with Kurt – look, f- first of all, I think all college kids that have the desire to chase a dream and go play professional football should go do it. Chase that dream. And if it's three years, if it's five years, if it's six, even today now with all the, 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 the pandemic and extra years you're getting, if it's seven years and you're chasing that dream, then go do it. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, some people, yes, they use it as a pit stop. I used it as a pit stop at the University of Southern California. I was the number one overall pick, could have left my junior year, decided, decided to stay. But I promise you, if I was in school today, and we had played in the Rose Bowl, I would have opted out because I wasn't winning a national title. It was just a bowl game. It was the granddaddy of them all at that particular time. No one was opting out in 1996. But if this was today and I was projected as the number one overall pick, I can't help you with the Roses. Ain't going to be able to do it because I have to secure my family and their future. And Kirk doesn't seem to understand that. Players love the university that they go to. They want to graduate and get their degree. But sometimes your athletic ability supersedes your degree. Then you got to go back to school to get it. So I I don't know what the big fuss is all about. Bowl games, as we watch... And I've seen many guys. I just watched Matt Carell get injured in an Ole Miss Fia, a, a, a Sugar Bowl game that was not going to help him at all in his draft stock. At all. Because they're going to watch the course of the season that he's played in his private workouts and his interviews. So I also watched Jalen Smith get hurt in the Fiesta Bowl against Ohio State, and I was at the game. His draft stock dropped when he was a top 10 potential NFL pick. So opting out of bowl games to secure your future, there's nothing wrong with that. And if I ain't learned nothing in three years from a university and I ain't met nobody, I wasn't, I wasn't supposed to meet them people any damn way. And most people, and I tell this story all the time, Max, Evan, and Jay, 
I got friends that went to Stanford. Okay, they can't even get a job, and they got more degrees than me and you and everybody on this on this show combined, and they can't get a damn job. But the school told them, if you come to Stanford, you'll never have to worry. So miss me with that. Yeah, I, I agree with the key. I, I got a couple of things here. Number one, it's always interesting to me when these things kind of take off, and I was watching game day and, and heard Kirk and heard Desmond kind of you know talk about their POV on this issue. And uh, when I hear people say buy into colleges, like there's a lot of marketing terms that are used when I hear coaches talk about family and team environment and bonding. And just let me talk about what family means to me. So when I'm watching my mom put clothes on layaway years out for me to wear clothes to school, when I watch my mom and dad go into debt so I can go to basketball camps when other people are telling me that they don't believe I can do it, that's my family. That's my family. I watch my family struggle to help me get to this point. So as much as I love my new family being part of a college institution, when it comes time for me to think about what family is a little bit more important to me, I'm rolling with the one that's been with me for 17 years that believed in me before I've had a chance to even get here. That's number one. Number two about getting players to buy in, there is a part I agree with Kirk on. But I think that's on the university, on the coach. You know why? Because I had a coach key that taught me when I got to Duke, hey, there are 20 different CEOs or executives that have graduated from here that are diehard basketball fans. I'm going to put you with them. I want you to send them emails. I want you to connect. Because even if you do stay here for two years and you become the first pick or second pick in the draft, this is how you're going to be set up for future success. So that's on the coaches as well, just not on the kids. This is a business at the end of the day. I think we all recognize that. Absolutely. Um, you guys, some strong sentiments about mm-hmm. it. Not that it's not okay to play for the love of the game. That's every individual's choice, but people can make judgments about what they would do and what they would find wise. We'll make our judgment on the Giants' future. That's next. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. 